Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to go over my review of WCW's Bash at the Beach, 1999. Starting off the evening, we're going to our first match on the card. It is Ernest the Cat Miller versus Disco Inferno. Um, again, okay matchup. Inferno quickly attacks Ernest Miller. Pretty much back and forth matchup, though, between Miller and Inferno. Inferno was keeping the pace of the match, but Ernest ultimately hits a super kick on Inferno using some kind of shoe, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Ernest the Cat Miller. Um, again, this was an okay opening matchup, man. I, I've stated this multiple times in the past. Ernest Miller is, is just not a wrestler. I, got, I don't know what the whole hype was around Ernest Miller. It was not there for me, man. Ernest Miller was not a wrestler. And Disco Inferno, I mean, honestly, I mean, Disco Inferno was more of the wrestler out of the two. Um, but Disco Inferno, again, man, just pure gimmick. It's all it was, man. It's like another Bagwell. Um, and some guys had a gimmick like Alex Wright. A lot of people liked Alex Wright's gimmick, but Alex Wright can actually wrestle uh, and was a fantastic wrestler at that. Just not a lot of people liked his gimmick. Inferno, that's not the case, man. Inferno could not wrestle. The same old rinse and repeat maneuvers that he did inside that squared circle, man. It just was not good. It just wasn't a good wrestler. But hats off to Ernest Miller for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next schedule match of the evening. It is Rick Steiner versus Van Hammer for the WCW Television Championship. Um, the match itself was an okay match, uh, pretty much back-and-forth matchup. Rick was keeping the pace of the match, with Rick ultimately ultimately landing his signature bulldog on Van Hammer, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match and at that time still. WCW Television Champion is Rick Steiner. Again, it was an okay matchup. Hats off to Rick Steiner for getting the win in this match and at that time retaining the WCW Television Championship. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card. It is Dean Malenko versus David Flair for the WCW United States Championship. Again, it was an okay matchup. Dean Malenko obviously keeping the pace of the match. Dean quickly applies a Texas Clover, uh, Cloverleaf on David Flair. Arn then attacks the ref. Rick then hits Malenko with a title. David goes for the cover, pins for the three, and your winner of the match. And still, at that time, WCW United States champion is David Flair. Um, again, it was an okay matchup, man. I didn't see a whole lot out of David Flair. Um, obviously, he really couldn't wrestle. Um, and I feel like this was kind of embarrassing for Dean Malenko. I don't understand why Dean Malenko was booked in this matchup. But it just it wasn't there, man. Like I said before, man, this was kind of towards the end of WCW where I didn't feel like they really knew what the hell they were doing. Um, and I thought it was a pure embarrassment match for Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko, uh, Malenko deserved better. Malenko, to me, definitely one of my best, one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen, especially being in cruiserweight division. Dean Malenko was completely underrated. Um, I just feel like he deserved better, man, than David Flair. This match was just not that good. But hats off to David Flair for getting a win in this matchup and retaining at that time the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> Moving on from that, we go into our next schedule match on the card. It is Conan, Rey Mysterio, Swole, and BA versus Kurt Henning, Kurt Henning, Bobby Duncan, and Barry and Kendall Wyndham in an elimination tag team match, if you will. Again, this was a really good matchup, pretty much a back-and-forth matchup with everybody involved. Ray then hits a slingshot leg drop on Bobby, bids for the three, and Bobby... Duncan is now eliminated from the match. Henning then hits a fisherman suplex on B.A. B.A. is now eliminated from the match. Conan then hits a roll-up on Kendall, pins for the three, and Kendall is also now eliminated from the match. 
Uh, Conan and Barry were actually eliminated in a match due to count out. Um, and then Rey Mysterio ultimately hits, um, I believe it was like a slingshot leg drop, if you will, on Kurt Henning, uh, pinning him for the three. And your winner, winners of the match are Conan, Rey Mysterio, Swole, and BA, a.k.a. the No Limit Soldiers. Um, again, it was a decent matchup. There was a lot going on in this matchup. There was a lot of people involved in this matchup. Um, the one funny thing I thought was that every time that Henning's team lost, you had um, No Limit Soldiers entourage pretty much beating the hell out of Kurt Henning's team, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, BA, though, I was kind of shocked who that was until I kind of figured out who it was. It was actually Brad Armstrong. They just used, you know, BA, his first initial and his last initial uh, for his ring name. Um, Swole, I mean, he, he was a unit. That dude's a big dude. Uh, Rey Mysterio Conan, obviously, big part of that tag team being in No Limit Soldiers. Um, it was a great matchup. It was a really good matchup. It was a fun match to see. It was very entertaining. And again, hats off to Conan, Rey Mysterio, Swole, and BA for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next schedule match of the evening. It is the Junkyard Invitational. Um, I mean, I'm just going to be honest, man. I thought the match was awful. I thought it was awful, and I stated this multiple times in the past. The hardcore element or division that they had in WCW was absolutely and utterly trash. It was horrible, man. I, they didn't have anybody on that roster besides maybe Sandman and Mikey Whipwreck that screamed hardcore wrestling. And honestly, the winner of this match was Fit Finley, which was absolutely embarrassing. Fit Finley is not no hardcore wrestler. I'm sorry. Um, and honestly, so the only best matches I've ever seen Fit Finley in in his entire career was matches he had up against none other than William Regal. That was it. Finley is not a hardcore wrestler. Never has been, never will be. And I don't know how in the hell he even got the win in this match. The hardcore division for WCW was an absolute joke and an embarrassment to the company. Absolutely. And the only reason why they had the hardcore division to begin with was because they were trying to pretty much mock or repeat, if you will, what ECW was doing and how they were doing things. But there ain't no company on this planet that's going to be another ECW. Maybe not back then. Now, yeah, you have you know CCW, FMW, stuff like that, which is understandable. But there's no other company like ECW, man. It was a hardcore element, extreme championship wrestling that brought in fantastic talent that we all know of today. The, you know, with the wrestlers, the likes of, you know, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Psychosis, Rey Mysterio Jr., Mikey Whipwreck, Sandman, Raven, RVD. The list goes on and on, folks. I mean, no one's going to do what ECW has done. It's not going to happen. WCW was trying. Eric Bischoff was trying to make a hardcore element, if you will, for WCW, but it was an absolute joke for World Championship Wrestling. But hats off to Fit Finley for getting the win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next scheduled match of the evening. It is Canyon and Bigelow and DDP versus Chris Benoit and Perry Saturn in a handicap match for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Again, it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both teams. Canyon ends up throwing some kind of powder at Saturn, and then DDP hits a diamond cutter on Saturn, pins him for the three, and your winners of the match are Canyon and uh, Canyon Bigelow and Diamond Dallas Page. Again, it was an okay matchup. Um, you know, my thing was it was a little weird seeing a handicap match for a tag team. It was a little off seeing that. Um, but again, I mean, everybody involved in this match, absolutely awesome. You know, and it was great to see Perry Saturn have other matches in the company besides Raven. Because in the beginning, man, all you saw was Saturn versus Raven, Raven versus Saturn, rinse and repeat. So it was kind of good seeing them having other matches and, you know, 
different opportunities within WCW because Saturn obviously got a big, you know, starting his career working under Paul Heyman, you know, working with John Cronus and that tag team. They were phenomenal. Once Saturn got into WCW, it was kind of, you didn't know really what they were going to do with Perry Saturn and it kind of worked out for Perry Saturn. So um, again, hats off to Canyon Bigelow and Diamond Dallas Page for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next scheduled match of the evening. It is Roddy Piper versus Bagwell um, in a boxing match. Um, I thought the match was awful. Uh, Piper was keeping the pace of the match, but Bagwell ultimately hits his signature blockbuster on Roddy Piper, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Bagwell. These gimmick matches, man, I absolutely hate it. And WCW is synonymous with some of these gimmick matches, man. Um, it, it, this was awful. You know, this was not a good matchup. And not only that, you book this match to be a boxing match, but then you have Bagwell hitting a blockbuster off the top rope and then pinning Roddy Piper for the three. I thought this was a damn boxing match. What happened to the whole gimmick of this match? You didn't have that. If that was the case, then why do you got Bagwell hitting a blockbuster off the top rope on Piper and then actually pinning him for a three count? Come on, man. These gimmick matches are awful. But hats off to Bagwell for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the evening. It is the main event of Bash at the Beach 1999. It is Kevin Nash and Sting versus Randy Savage and Sid Vicious for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Again, it was a good matchup, back and forth matchup between everybody involved. But at the end of at the end of the match, Randy ultimately hits his signature elbow drop off the top rope, pins for the three, and your winner of the match. And at that time, new WCW World Heavyweight Champion is Macho Man Randy Savage. Again, not a bad matchup, man. It was a really good matchup. And, again, it was great to see Randy Savage back in the ring. I mean, I feel like this was one of those matches where, you know, it was a comeback match for Randy because I feel like Randy took a lot of time off in WCW and then came back at Bash of the Beach 1999. He was off the scene for quite a while. But, um, again, this was not a bad event, man. If I had to give this a rating between a 1 out of 10, I'm going to give it a 6, 6.5, man. There was a lot of decent matches on here, some matches I could have done without. The main event to me, honestly, was the match of the night. Um, it was just a lot of good matches. It wasn't that bad, you know, hence, you know, Slamboree and Great American Bash, not that being that good in 1999, uh, Bash at the Beach wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. So I'm gonna have to give it maybe a six, six and a half, but, uh, this is my review of WCW's Bash at the Beach, 1999. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace. <laughs>